Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome to the JB, the JB Font channel. Uh, nice to have you. Uh, I am your host, James Fontleroy. I am a part of the Revolutionary Blackout Network. You can find me on the JB Show on Sundays at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, please make sure to get this video a thumbs up. Uh, if you're new to the channel, please make sure to smush the subscribe button. And if you do smush the subscribe button, I promise you cookies. Uh, <laughs> not really, but it's the thought that counts, right? Um, good to see everybody in here. Uh, I want to give a shout out to my patrons on coffee. Uh, thank you for your additional support and Please, you know, know that I am deeply humbled and I appreciate your contribution. Uh, I would like to read off the, the people. Um, thanks to uh, David Michael, Kush Renata, Socialist Cayman, Rebecca, See the Change, Robin During, Michelle The Village, Spunky Wombat, and Robin. Thank you so much for your contribution as well. So this is going to be really interesting to talk about. I have this is not the only story that I'm talking about today, but this is going to be the headliner. I uh, just want to say hello to everybody in the chat. Tony, good to see you. All right. Um, whatever. Good to see you as well. Matt, good to have you as well. And yeah. Oh, but yes, thank you, uh, whatever, man. By the way, also ring the bell so that you guys can get more updates whenever I post a video. Uh, you can do it for either occasional videos or you can do it for every video. You know, if you do it for every video, that means you like me. <laughs> if you like me, that means you really, really, really like me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, lovely. OK, so. Uh, hey, Camille. Nice to see you. Uh, and where? Good to see you, man. Where? I'm sorry. I don't know if where is male, female, or non-binary. I'm sorry. Good to see you, though. Um, I don't want to offend anybody. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, um, one of the things that I want to talk about uh, before we get to the other story. Uh, hey, Robin. Nice to have you as well. Uh, before we get to the other story, I want to talk about something a little bit serious first. Um, as many people know, there was a um, really, really bad series of tornadoes that hit the Midwest over the weekend. Um, and I wanted to give that some attention first before we get to that. Um, where did I put it? Um Oh, okay. Uh, I was going by the title. And so I'm going to share my screen really quick. Um, so this is from AccuWeather. It says death toll climbs from one of the costliest tornado events in history. Uh, this, this took place over the weekend. Um, 
And so uh, this toll, the death toll is continuing to grow. Uh, so far, uh, 74 and 109 people are unaccounted for. Uh, that's just in Kentucky. Uh, we're not talking about any of the other states. Um, it was multiple states that were involved in, you know, the destruction of this tornado. Um, and so it is, it's bad. This is bad. Um, it says up until this outbreak from 2011 have been the costliest tornado outbreak on record. So this one's going to be even even bad, even worse. Um, and yeah, when things like this happen, it's just it's just horrible. And you know the the people who lost their lives. Yeah, it's just it's just bad all around. Um, it says combined, I hate when that happens. Sorry. Uh, it says combined, um, outbreak in, I think it was, uh, Kentucky, Arkansas, and, um, Missouri, if I'm correct. Yeah. Yeah. Illinois, Tennessee, Arkansas, Missouri. Um, yeah, it says 88. Death toll is 88 right now across five states. You know, this also has to do with climate change, too. I mean, people don't think about things like this. And having these huge influx in weather, I mean, we're in the middle of December and we have, you know, a huge influx of tornadoes. You know, and people really need to start considering climate change as, you know, a deadly war that we need to win, that we need to fight against. Forget all these other wars that we have going on within the country, I'm sorry, around the world for, you know, trying to trying to, you know, get resources from these other countries, try to extract resources, these wars of imperialism, those wars of imperialism cause death too. I mean, the war against climate change would be a life-saving war, you know, and it would be a life-sustaining war where nobody dies, but everybody is saved from the efforts. So that's one of the reasons why I wanted to share this, but uh, just to get you guys up to date on what's going on now, there was uh, further tragedy um, in the outset, which I blame really on capitalism. Um, <laughs> hey, Rezio, nice to have you. Um, anybody else in the chat this year? Uh, it's good to see you too. Um, and this was shared on Twitter. Um, and I just want to show this first before I start going off because I will go off. 
and I want you guys to see um, yeah if you guys haven't ha saw this on Twitter or, or if you're not on Twitter this is something that you guys need to take a look at okay so this is from more perfect union US um, and they say horrifying details are emerging about the tornado disaster at Amazon's warehouse in Illinois, where at least six workers were killed on the job. Before he died, Larry Virden reportedly texted his girlfriend, Amazon won't let us leave. He leaves behind four children. Amazon won't let us leave. In fact, here's a text message. He says, I'm fueling up now. Uh, he said, we'll be home after the storm. Girlfriend or whoever is like, what do you mean? Quote, Amazon won't let us leave. And so about half an hour later at 8.51, so what are you doing? No response. Hope everything is okay. No response. I love you. No response. That's because Larry Verdon died at his job. Amazon wouldn't let him leave. So... Why wouldn't they let him leave? I mean, clearly there's a tornado there. Clearly, uh, work was just going to stop for the rest of the day. It should have at least stopped. Like, keeping them there, what would have been the reason to keep workers there if a tornado was coming? Now, I get the rationale. Well, this building may be safer. Um... And so they can just stay here and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it's probably better than them being out there. And that may have been true. But also, what about the alerts that you get on, on these, on cell phones? Because I get them. I live in Florida. We get tornadoes here in Florida. We get hurricanes and we get all types of alerts on our phones. But they're not allowed to have their phones on the floor. They're not allowed to even have them on them. Right? Because, well, production, they need to keep them on track so that they don't get distracted. Because if they're not producing, then guess what? They're not making money. People lost lives in that building. Tony Plow says this was un unbelievable. In, in the context of capitalism, it actually is believable. Because they don't want those workers to go home. They want them to keep producing. They're hoping that their hope was the tornado was, wasn't going to hit them. After the, 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 the danger has passed... Then they can just go straight back to work and keep producing for them like crazy. 
No, don't leave. Don't leave. We need you to still keep producing. And now the pe- those people are dead. They're dead. Raziel says, well, I'm nervous now because hurricane season is right around the corner. Yeah. And here's the crazy part. You actually have way more time in between because of hurricane season. Now, I, I fortunately have worked at all businesses where, you know, they say, well, if a hurricane's coming, we're shutting down. You know, and you usually have days to plan for a tornado, whereas with I'm sorry, with hurricanes, with tornadoes, you have a few minutes, maybe about a half an hour. But for a half an hour, you know, you can go a pretty good distance, you know, if you're in your car or something like that, you know, to to get away. And. Also, let's let's think about this. That warehouse did not have a basement. How do I know? Because they're talking about it. Let's go here. Just to let you guys see. Let me show you something. Okay, so this is from ARS Technica. It says, OSHA probes Amazon warehouse where workers died with no tornado shelter. Workers Workers reportedly told to shelter after second tornado warning was issued. So they didn't shelter after the first one. They sheltered after the second one. They didn't know about the first one. It says here, Federal Occupational Safety and Health Administration announced yesterday that in its opening investigation into the deaths of six workers at Amazon Warehouse in Illinois, that there was struck by a massive tornado, one of more than 40 that ripped through the region over the weekend. Nearly 1.1 million square foot building was demolished with winds as high as 150 miles per hour, which tore through the, through the structure. Sucks about the west facing walls were, were the warehouse collapsed inward, which was followed by multiple structural failures as the tornado moved through the complex. So they basically, the first warning came in at 8.06, and then it came in at 8.16. So that's 10 precious minutes that they could have gotten so that they could leave. But they didn't have their phones on them, so they didn't know. Um... In no safe room, it says the Amazon warehouse was built using a tilt-up technique, which steel steel reinforced concrete walls are poured horizontally on site and tilted up to place. The roof is then tied up to the wall, helping to brace the walls. The structures are are a cheap to build and favored by warehouses and big box retailers. Oh, wow. Okay. Cheap to build. Hmm. Got to make that profit, right? But they're not known for their integrity in storms. Hold up, wait a minute, hold up. Wait, 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 wait. You mean to tell me with all the billions of dollars that Amazon has, and they decided 
to build these warehouses in Tornado Alley. In Tornado Alley. And they build them with cheap products just to quick it really build, build it really quick so, so you can start making profit. Instead of building something that can withstand those winds from tornadoes. It further says, inside, there were no safe rooms built to withstand the force of tornadoes. In the Midwest, many buildings have basements that double as tornado shelters. But Governor J.B. Pritzker said that the Amazon warehouse did not because the area is prone to flooding. They should have built someplace else. In buildings without basements or reinforced safe rooms, it is common for bathrooms to be used to be the best option during the tornado warning since they tend to be the interior rooms without windows. So you're, you built a warehouse in Tornado Alley with no safe rooms, no basements, and you used cheap products to build that warehouse and people died. That's capitalistic that's a capitalistic undertone there. I mean, think about it. What what did they do? They they literally just said, eh, we're not going to worry about that. Plus, it's cheaper. We want to save more money so we don't have to spend it. Even though we don't pay any income tax at all. And we decided, yeah, their lives are worth it. Amazon literally has blood on his hands right now. They have blood on their hands. Dear God. Let me let me get you guys thoughts on this. Let me let me come, let me go to the chat. Um An advantageous moment to point out that Amazon has been awarded over four billion dollars in taxpayer funded subsidies since the year 2000. True. True. Uh, Raziel says maybe they thought they didn't want to have folks on the road during the tornado. But at the same time, no one will stop me from leaving my job. Kick rocks. The fuck. They won't let me leave. Stop me. Yeah. (laughs) That's called false imprisonment, by the way. That's against the law. They can't not make you. They they can't make you stay there. They're not. Yeah, they don't have that power. They shouldn't have that power. So so what are they gonna do? Lock the doors to keep you from leaving the building? Like no, I'm gonna save my life. If if, if a tornado is coming and I have a few minutes to get away and y'all don't have no safe rooms and this building is built like shit. Of course, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna jump in my car and I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna bust out of there. Not allowing people to leave. Fuck you, mean. Robin says, and when these entities are so popular, investments of the federally elected lobbying and contributions is like a twofer. Yeah. 
Amazon will do nothing more than send thoughts and prayers and even hire more people to replace them and keep on going like nothing. Nothing's the matter. Raziel the Great says. This is nuts. This is crazy. And now you got OSHA looking into it. But what's going to happen? Let's be real. What's going to happen? Nothing is going to happen. Why? Because they don't care. They don't give a shit. Because Amazon, if if Amazon's found to be negligible, eh, they'll just pay a few, a couple million dollars, just pennies, pennies off their coffers, and then they'll keep it moving. Because guess what? They're going to get those pennies back because of corporate subsidies. Matthew Lerma says, JB, you know the costs of the building falling and and payouts for wrongful deaths are just numbers on a screen for Amazon. I bet they build even cheap an even cheaper new building. Of course. Yeah, definitely. They're, they're definitely going to just do that. Um, so. Another article. Um, let me see here. Let's go share my screen again. I'm sharing my screen a lot today. Um, the title of this is, and this is from New York mag says workers described being trapped by bosses during deadly tornado outbreak. Okay. All right. It starts off with people had questioned if they could leave or go home. Michaela Emery uh, said uh, NBC, she told NBC News from her hospital bed where she is recovering from injuries sustained during the disaster. The request to begin le- to leave began shortly after tornado sirens started blaring outside the factory around 5:30. And hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. It says here, if you leave, you are more likely to be fired, she said on a manager's conversation with four co-workers who wanted to get out. I heard that with my own ears. As the sirens began, workers sheltered in bathrooms and hallways. But once they believed the tornado watch was over, all the staff was reportedly sent back to work to meet the high demand for Christmas. But the gifts made on Friday never made it to the shelves, being flattened along with the building by a twister. If you leave to save your life, you're fired. If you leave to save your life, you're fired. Can you believe this? I I'm at a point right now where if you're a manager or a supervisor at a warehouse like Amazon 
And if you utter those words, if you leave because of a natural disaster, you're fired. Walk the fuck out of your job. Walk out. Walk out. Robin Ryan says, candle factory full of prison labor. What happened? Wait. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would have I been like, you know what? I'd rather live and have an assault charge. Yeah. Yeah. Yeet the managers out the way. Let's go ahead. Because... I'm not going to sit here and this this one dude was a father of four working at Amp. Dude, do you know you know how much you got to work to support four kids? I mean to 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 trap people with that. You see, y'all see how capitalism works? Y'all see how it works? Risk your life to make profits for us or you're fired. (laughs) And, And you know that these corporate assholes, if there was a tornado warning at their corporate office, you know they would have been out there in a blink of an eye. And yet, the workers? Nah, y'all can't leave. You know what would have been even better? If the workers actually band together and said, we're leaving. If I'm fired, then all of us are fired. Deuces and walked out, jumped into their cars, went home. Next thing you know, the next day, the entire building is is crushed, destroyed, with no lives lost. That's what I would have preferred. But instead, if you leave, you're fired. No regard for life at all, none. And this is this is one of the reasons why I'm anti-capitalist, because within capitalism, there's no regard for life. Unless you can make a profit from it, there's no regard for life. Yeah, it is an example of how our empire is in collapse. OK, so. Gosh. That just really, this just really bothers me. It just really, really irks me. And, and it's depressing. And it, it, it's, it's disheartening. And it's infuriating that people want to give all this praise to people like, you know, Jeff Bezos. And you can see the type of culture that he breathes within Amazon because look at how workers are treated. This is why workers need to own 
Amazon. It needs to be worker owned, period, point blank, end of story. And you're sitting there going, no, well, you guys can't, you guys can't leave because we still got work to do. Fuck work. It is my life I got to save. My life. And this comes with the culture of, of capitalist culture of your work being your life. No, work is to sustain your life. Work is not to be your life. Gosh, some people just don't get it. And they want to risk the lives of people just for it, just for just for a buck. Workers control the production. Nice to have you as well in in the chat. Imagine if they had a union. Yeah, imagine if they had a union. Imagine if they had a union, just like the, 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 the gentleman that we had from the Kellogg Workers Union at the General Strike Summit, imagine if we had a union rep like him. He would have he would have been like, all right, everybody, let's go. Let's get out of here. We might see you at work tomorrow. Might. Six people dead because they hid in the bathrooms. Get get the fuck out of here, man. I'm telling you. All right. One more point. And this is the point that I wanted to make a little bit earlier. This is also from Morph Perfect Union. It says Amazon workers are also decrying the company's ban on people carrying their phones on the job leaving them unable to get updates or contact people during emergencies. After these deaths, there is no way in hell I'm relying on Amazon to keep me safe. Quote. Yeah. So, you can't sit here and... Just be like, oh, is this is a tragedy. Thoughts and prayers. Uh, this is interesting. More Perfect Union says the disaster calls into question some of Amazon's key business practices. Only seven of 190 people working at the facility were full-time staff. Amazon's dependence on contractors allows them to avoid liability for accidents and undercut union organizing. Seven out of 190 workers. Man, when when is revolution happening? We need to... Shit. I'm telling you. Oh my gosh. All right, I'm done with that one. I'm just done. (laughs) That story just, oof.
says Jeff Bezos got his workers to pay for outer space trip and still found a greedy reason to sue NASA and lose. Raziel the Great says, uh, it's not just some JB, it's our entire culture. Generations have been brainwashed thinking their value, their worth is only measured by how much they produce and how much shit they buy. True. We, 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 we don't have a good perspective on life and what it means. And well, a lot of us do have a good perspective on life and what it means, but we're constantly pushed to value, you know, production of things, even though we produce way more than we need. And we actually don't have to work as much because we produce so much. Oh my goodness. So, yeah. Um, I hope, I hope the families, uh, are able to and successfully sue, sue the shit out of Amazon for this. And I hope that the resolution is something major. But I hate to be pessimistic, but you can't go through the proper channels on this one. You can't. It's one of the reasons why I'm for a general strike, because things like this, things like this need to be handled in a different way. And it's disheartening. Um, so yeah, um, if you're, you know, if you're watching this, what type of change would you like to see at least in the near future regarding, uh, Amazon? Like what type of action do you want to see on the ground from people, you know, post in the comments, what, what you would like to see? Because honestly, what I would like to see is some, some feet in the streets, over this because yeah I, I I always say that we should make our politicians afraid but we also need to make the business owners and the people who are you know capitalists afraid too and they should be afraid because the people are sick and tired of their bullshit and it's not going to be making a fear so that they do better it's a fear that I want them to give up. I want them to give up and just stop. Because we're going to, we're going to, we got to get rid of this system somehow, one way or another. And by getting rid of, I don't even know, I don't even know, you know, how, how it's going to be. My preferred way would be peaceful, but I don't know if that's going to happen. I would like for it to be peaceful. I would like for it to be just a general strike and then we end up taking over and workers end up owning the means of production and we get people health care and we get people, you know, we turn into a housing first culture and we, you know, start you know, making sure that education is paid for through taxation or paid for through a fiat currency. I, I, I want that to happen. And when we, you know, start automatically start like building and fighting against climate change, but 
Yeah. So, one thing I'm going to do now is I'm going to go to our cover story. Um, I have some thoughts about what happened. So, um, let's see here. Let's go to the cover story. Um, now, people are like, why are you talking about Vouch and Hassan Piker? Well, let's go to share my screen and let's find out what happened. Y'all going to be like, what? So, this is from Hassan Piker. He said, absolutely insane that Twitch banned two of my mods for using the word rhymes with racker. One of is black and the other is brown. Does Twitch actually believe acker is a slur? Why am I censoring myself right now? Because I don't want YouTube to shut down my channel. Now, part of me, there's a temptation here. There is a temptation to laugh. There's a temptation, but I'm not. And I'm gonna tell you why in a second. There's a temptation to laugh, but I'm going to tell you why I'm not in a second. So I'm going to share my screen again. And, uh, and you guys are going to see why I'm not laughing. And this isn't really a laughing matter. Um, so... I'm going to mute myself really quick just so that you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. So let me mute. Is Karen a slur then? Yes, literally, yeah. Yes, Karen is a heavily gendered term. Yeah, accept it. Be a Chad. Is Karen a slur? Yes, and I will use it. Yeah, go for it. Is Cracker a slur? Yeah, and I'll use it. Own that. Own that. Flex that. Don't run away from it. So, um, that's why. Now, I I will say this, um, and where Pilgrim is correct in that uh, Twitch does have terms of service guidelines, 
They do. I'm not denying that. Um, so... To say the C word, and I'm, I'm pursing my words very carefully, as a white person, number one, it does not carry anywhere near as weight as some other racial slurs carry. I'll say that first off. Is it still a racial slur? Yes. But that's like trying to compare... It's like trying to compare a jalapeno to a habanero. What he said was a jalapeno. What gets said to people who look like me? That's a damn ghost pepper. If you're white. So, I understand that that is against terms of service. I get that. But at the same time, how many black Twitch streamers have said the N-word on their stream and they're still going? See, here's the thing. People like Hassan Piker and Vosh, they are moving people into the Democratic Party. They're trying to sheep herd people into the Democratic Party. And they have said some or done some shitty things, especially Vosh. I mean, homeboy did, you know, tell my co-host Nick that we should, you know, we should vote for our oppressor. Get the fuck out of here with that. You know, but... Also, do I think platforms like this should be publicly owned? Yes. And if they were publicly owned, then should he have been taken off? Should he have been banned? He may have received a strike, but banned? That's that's a slippery slope, man. Because... If I say the word, same one that Hassan's mods and Vouch said, goodbye JB Font Show, goodbye RBN, and then they can say, well, you can't say the N word either, even though I'm black, I can't say it. They could they they could lay the hammer down on that too. As much as I disagree with them. I don't think that they should have gotten taken off. And I know that, oh, oh, I don't want to say, I don't like saying it. I just don't. I don't. But I got to be principled in my stance. Because if I'm going to go after them, I'm going to go after them for the substance. And I'm going to try to stick to my guns on principle. If anything, Val should have, you know, Val, you know, should have got railed against for his comments on 
you know, the lowering the age of consent to 14, or he should have got railed against by the entire community for saying the N-word on stream. But it's funny that he said the N-word on stream, but he never got banned for it. Or maybe the C-word was just the the straw that broke the camel's back. I don't know. But it's just... When you see people... And, and, and yes, look, whatever, man, I'm not I'm not debating that. I'm not debating that at all. But so is Donald Trump. He's trash. So is. Oh, my God. What's his name? The dude has talked about turning the frogs gay. Um, <laughs> it actually would be fun to see Michigan J frog going. Hey, but that's beside the point. I digress. But. Should they have been banned? It's like, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. But at the same time, it does not absolve them from the consequences of what they say by the larger audience. If people started like boycotting them and things like that, then yeah, okay, sure. But at the same time, it's like Twitch isn't a government entity. But do I think it should be ran by, you know, the community? Yes. Because now it's a corporation and I don't like corporations. Oh, yeah. Alex Jones. Gosh, such a simple name, but such a simple mind anyway. But I'm a little simple minded, too. But, you know, I'm simple minded in the other direction. But. Um, people like Vouch and Hassan Piker need to be debunked by people like RBN and people like the Any News Network and people like you know Mikasa Sukasa, and they need to be debunked by you know the the Bank Sisters and uh, people like Brianna Joy Gray. Uh, and, you know, Jimmy Dore, and they need to be debunked by, they need to be debunked by people like that. We, we need to be the ones that debunk them. You know, and, I mean, yeah, he said the C word, but, again, if I said the N word on Twitch, you know, and that's that's the thing. I just you can see like the conflict in my head a little bit because I just like even though I do not like their takes and I disagree with them on a lot of things, I just I just see the simply slope. And I don't want that to happen to those of us who are on the left. You know? Because I see it happen all the time. You know, look, look at, you know, uh, Robert Durden, you know, on Political Fight Club, he basically has to, you know, ship a lot of his content to Rockfin because of a lot, because some of the things he talks about, YouTube is like, no, 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 you can't talk about it. 
Look at Franco from Frank Analysis. He basically is demonetized. I mean, we're 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 censored beyond belief. I can't even say the c word, even though I probably could. I don't know if I can get away with it, but I can't say, I can't say the process by which people insert a medication into you to help during a pandemic. I can't say the word that's associated with that. I can't say the C-O-V-I-D word. I can't say some of these things. One of the reasons why I'm trying to grow my channel so I can go to places like Rockfin and Odyssey and all these other different platforms that allow me to say these things. But I'm not big enough yet. I only got like 300 subs. But still, ultimately, this is what happens when you have corporations that basically own the shit. Instead of the people or the workers owning it, the corporations own it. The capitalists own it. So guess what? They can put the hammer down on whatever you say. And so, yeah, Tony, yes, Robert Durden's also a doctor. Um, Brandy, hey, Brandy, good to see you. Says you guys are a better person than me. Them going after Medicare for all marches, you guys, and especially after what Val said about Assange. I'm really not disappointed, but I understand your point. Yeah, look, I'm, uh, look, Brandy, I'm going to be real. Okay. Um, they deserve to get hammered about the Medicare for all marches, about downplaying them and talking shit about them. They deserve to get hammered and laughed out of the room for what they did for the General Strike Summit. They deserve that because they were wrong every which way. And we proved them wrong on RBN. Because we had labor organizers, we had labor, we had union leaders, we had media personalities that used their clout to disseminate this information further than we could have by ourselves. Because we need a general strike. And we need targeted strikes. And we need boycotts. We need these things because the way the system is. And how and, and the shit that they say about Assange. Because Assange was going on with him, even if you don't like him. Whistleblowers and people like Assange, it's a going against our press freedom. Point blank. And so we can't we can't allow these systems to silence us because basically the government kind of hands over the free speech, you know, to them. And then we can't say anything. So, and and literally they have a, a monopoly on how we disseminate our information. So like I hear you and I kind of agree with you, but at the same time, I'm just like, 
do I, I'm going to be real. Do I want them off Twitch? Yes. But do I want them off of Twitch this way? No. I want them to get laughed off of Twitch. I want their subs to drop like a rock because they're just talking, you know, clown shit. But do I want it to be by the hammer of a corporation? No. Because these same corporations own our government. So it's basically almost like the government, the, 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 it's like the corporations here. Then the then the government takes the corporation. Is like I'm sorry. It's like you know what I mean. Basically, we're run by the corporation. Our country is run by the corporation. So the corporation is the government. So it's like our free speech being taken away. That's what I mean. And some people are going to disagree, and that's okay. And if you disagree. You know, just in the comments, you know, let me know. And, I, and I'm sure you guys are going to have some valid, you know, reasons for the way, feeling the way you feel. But I just do not. I don't want that slippery slope of our speech on the left being taken away. And when you see people you disagree with, when you see their rights being violated, that's an alert for you to take notice because once you start to see people you disagree with rights violated your rights are about to be violated as well you know and thank you for that comment brandy weaver i i um you know i i see your point exactly too and, and i appreciate what you said too it's just i don't know i when I saw that, at first when I saw that, I was like, what? I was like, hmm. But then I thought about it some more. I was like, dang. You know? It's kind of like, um, <laughs> it's kind of like that one joke that's been going around on, on uh, TikTok. And uh, a dude said, tell to a dude told his girlfriend tell me something that will make me happy and angry at the same time and his girlfriend said you have the biggest dick out of all your friends so at first you're like yes but at the same time you're like oh shit you know what I mean that's kind of what it was like it's like Oh, shit, that got banned. Oh, my goodness. But then it's like, oh, what does that mean for people like me? Mmm. Mmm. I don't know. You know what I mean? You know. So. I, and I know it's it's a uh, it, it's kind of funny. You know, <laughs> that joke, but. You know, we got to be principled in our stance, you know, and it's like, fuck, man. I felt the same way about when Donald Trump got banned off of Twitter. Like, it was like, it was like a moment of, of happiness. But then you start to th think, well, if they can ban the president of the United States. Ooh. You know, and people and people will say. Oh, but it's a private corporation. But it's like, but these corporations run the government. 
So, yeah. That's that's the story. Um See Bill Bradley says the exception with free speech lined out by the Supreme Court are in general good. The only category I disagree with is obscenities. Yeah, and and I know that you can't yell, you know, uh fire, you know, in a in a theater. You know. He says, but defamation threats and things like that or when you can cause someone else harm should be the only exceptions. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Tony Palau, you said, sort of like when we celebrated Neera Tandon's uh, nomination getting shot down, but then you realize that the right or the Republicans made that happen, not us. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that that was basically you know what I wanted to talk about today. Um, Razio, who goes to the theaters? I want to like okay, real talk. I know this is completely off script, but I want to see Spider-Man No Way Home. Like, I st- I still didn't get to see Eternals, but I want to see Spider-Man No Way Home because people now who saw it early. In our, you know, doing spoiler-free reviews, are basically saying that this tops Infinity War and Endgame. Like, I, just, I, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it, but I don't know if I'll be able to go to it. If the theater has like only a couple people, but also we're in Florida, and believe it or not, our cases are actually down compared to the rest of the United States, which is kind of crazy. I don't want to get into that one, but damn you, damn you, Omar, damn you, you're going to see it, I want to watch it, but anyways, uh, yeah, I got like less than two minutes left on the stream, um, and I just wanted to say thank you to everybody for watching, Um, yeah, uh, you know, to the people who are trying to um, you know, I get back, you know, at Amazon for the destruction that they allowed to happen, you know, please get at them because people need to, people need to get at them. Okay. So a few seconds left. Um, you know, and once again, if you like my content and wish to support me further, you can buy me a coffee. Just go to coffee.com forward slash JB font. It's linked in the description below. Um, and I would like to wish you all wellness, peace, and please do this. Remember to leave the world better than you found it. Love you all. Talk to you later. And was Thanos right? I don't know. You know, I seem to think 